starting this um, sort of podcast thing as a way of talking and sharing thoughts and emotions without overburdening family and friends um, and also to have a feeling of a sense of company with tasks that I get anxiety about um, and I've been um, thinking that that would be a really good solution and I'd been hesitating about thinking about well what will I actually you know how to start off this idea the idea I suppose is like having free therapy because it's like the idea is that the dictaphone is like a therapist and it's always there and always there but the other thing is I like the sense of sharing it online not necessarily because of the, the possibility of anyone listening to it in fact that probably you know I don't see currently any value that could come from listening to these thoughts I mean hopefully they might evolve to something of value but right now they are just therapy for me but the reason why I thought about sharing the thoughts online was because I've noticed that when it comes to motivation for me sometimes unless I have something to show for the action at least since I've had depression I, unless I have something to show for the action there's even less of a feeling of motivation for it and so I thought if I could share these thoughts online then every time I've talked and I post something up there it's visible whether or not anyone ever listens to it so I can tell myself well you did something good or you did something <laughs> so anyway my name is Lena I make music be it currently at, at an amateur level I've never supported myself with music but that's what I believe my purpose is that's just my dog Abu he's scratching on the win on the air filter machine because he wants attention whenever I try to do anything <laughs> that is not either you know like when it looks like I'm giving too much attention to something that is not him he starts tapping or like wanting attention Abu come here Abu come Abu I'm busy Abu the problem is I've created a monster because I spoiled him but this little pumpkin called Abu this little dog has really helped me like I had a very difficult number of years I had an accident and then a lot of depression I made a lot of progress now believe it or not I think a lot of people would say well you're still really incompetent with a lot of areas of your life which is true I have like horrible anxiety over things like checking emails and letters and other things but you know I suppose it's sometimes even I forget how difficult it had been you know unless I you know really like look back at diary entries and things to see how bad it had been I mean the point of this 
radio podcasting. It's not supposed to be about gaining pity or anything. I was just thinking of how I could share thoughts, emotions without burdening anyone in that nobody has to listen to any of this, but then feel motivated enough to actually, you know, talk and share. I have for a number of years been writing a sort of um, a blog that have, has been helping, but I think maybe I, the idea of talking, it appeals to me more because writing is something that can feel like work in that you want it to, you might want to go back and edit what you've written, you might want to make it, I mean it can easily just feel like hard work and the idea for me is I was realizing I really need a way of of processing thoughts emotions without burdening family and friends but um that doesn't feel like work that feels like letting go so and then I thought well maybe if I can record little things put them online it doesn't matter in fact, it's probably for the best if no one ever listens to any of them because they're kind of... There's just... I can't... There's currently no value in these things. I mean, who knows? Maybe one day I'll become some amazing philosopher, but that hasn't happened yet. And given my stage in life, I don't expect it will ever happen. I was thinking I really need a sort of feeling of a friend that is there that I can talk with. And... You know, my blessing, my little dog that has now just, you know, he's just <laughs> full. He's like almost grudgingly like laying down on the floor right now in a strange way that he won't normally. It's like he's saying, I'm going to sleep, but only because you're not paying attention to me. But anyway, like he's so helped me with with sense of humor since the depression because talking even though I know he doesn't understand what I say, but like I find myself always making little jokes to him. Um, sort of dark humor about my life. And, and I'm thinking that I, en I enjoy it, that really helps me. And I thought sometimes maybe that can be another thing. The, the reason why today I feel particularly upset and maybe that emotion is coming through it in this is because I'm realizing that maybe my family, my, my dad passed away end of June this year, but which is 2022 that I'm talking about as I'm not yet sure how long it'll take me to figure out how to upload this or whatever. But I mean, for a number of years, I've always felt wary that I don't know that my parents are looking after belongings at my childhood home that have a lot of sentimental value for me and I've just came off the pho phone of my mom and I've sort of got the impression maybe my big sister is trying to clear out all of my things I just feel quite upset I didn't have very full childhood in that we just tended to spend all of our time at home and any free time was at home, uh, maybe watching TV. We weren't a very family that really did anything. I mean, now I look back and question that. When I was a kid, I didn't know any better. 
but I suppose living in a world which was so small in that sense, I mean, we were cooped up, cramped up in this semi-detached, all of us. And just, I think there was a lot of, you know, I obviously a lot of belongings took a lot of meaning to me because that's all I had in life. Not that I had a lot of things, but toys, books, things that I had written. In, the, in recent years, I've got increasing anxiety about visiting my childhood home because my parents have just always had the habit of not being very respectful about my things and my I feel my sis I feel my big sister who's taken charge of things since my dad has gone is also eager to get rid of my things I mean to her credit I've been very bad with communication with her since to put it mildly because of this horrible anxiety so maybe she feels she hasn't got a choice but to get rid of my things the thing is I don't know I'm just quite upset because I'm thinking about how maybe a lot of my things will have been thrown away and it means a lot when my childhood was such a small childhood there was nothing in it apart from staying at home so all the things at home took on a lot of value for me and the thought that those things have been thrown away is quite upsetting so actually you know I got this like zoom recorder thing last week and I was thinking well how does this dictaphone idea go what what am I gonna how am I gonna talk I tried to talk and it just didn't feel natural but then I got upset about this just now and, and I thought well I have something to talk about now I actually the intention of this is not to cry and feel self-pity or ask for pity but I just I was hoping that I can turn this little zoom recorder into a friend or therapist or whatever <laughs> try to move forwards um, I don't know I've had a very difficult couple of years but I, I don't I, I, I don't want I don't it's not about accumulating self-pity you know I'm not Meghan Markle thank god well aside from the fact that she's actually on her feet in life of course that would be a good a good state for me to in terms of so basically since i had my accident about like eight years ago uh eight and a half years it's been now and so i was reliant on support from my dad and I'm, I don't really know what's happened since he's passed away in June, if, if my sister has continued his support or if my dad put something there before he passed, I'm too scared to check. My idea, I had always, I, in recent years as I've been improving from depression, the plan is to get back on my feet anyway, but I mean, 
I guess I'm very grateful that how for whatever reason the bills are going through currently but I know I need to support myself um, and in 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 recent years I did start making music again and projects that I feel very proud of so I really really hope I can do it with my music to support myself again I suppose currently I just feel so alone because it's thinking about how my big sister she's never particularly she never liked me growing up she would just always say leave me you're selfish leave me like letters about how I destroy the family or I don't know just things I mean I was a kid at my and on a day that a day that the first time I tried to off myself she said Lena I don't love you but mom would be sad you know anyway I mean I shouldn't talk so badly of her because funnily enough since my dad has passed I have been sending her and an aunt she said she wants to be there for us since my dad passed that um I've just been sending them these daily sort of emails uh, for because I felt I, I because of my anxiety I don't check emails but I sort of send them these emails because I feel I'm accountable to them because I don't really have any sort of potential like family support network outside of them my mom has quite a childlike nature she she doesn't know what's what and what I mean bless her she's a big source of emotional support but um she has I'd say emotional intelligence you know I was thinking about it the other day my dad had academic intelligence and no emotional intelligence my mom had no academic intelligence and all emotional intelligence anyway so and recently like uh, I last year I had well, this year, 2022, which is coming to an end, I've been trying to start making friendships again after many years of being quite isolated. I think I've just begun to really feel like the lack of friendship. Maybe it's the recovery of depression. A simp maybe it's part of healing to feel lonely when before I was so low. I wouldn't even feel that lack. But... um. And one of the friends that I made in recent months who seemed, she is a lovely girl, but recently, because I had some anxiety and put my phone in airport mode, she said she was upset by that selfishness of that, so um, it's not clear if she will become a friend again or not. But again, it, it it's just made me realise I really need to have some kind of way to talk um, and feel like it's not just and to have a sort of feeling or motivation for doing it and my motivation being maybe just feeling like I have something to show for it uh, again it doesn't matter if nobody ever listens to any of this and in fact I can't even imagine there would be a reason for anyone to listen to any of this but um, uh, unless I s eventually over time uh, evolve in 
you know, and in the in who I am and, and what this is, and then it becomes something that has true value, where I talk about things that truly mean something. But I thought in that time, I should use this as a purpose for me. So from what I understand is, I was just looking at, you know, how can you po post a podcast for free? I saw something about rssfeed.com or whatever, that apparently this is a way you can share things for free. And apparently you can then pay an aggregator if you truly want to put your podcast on iTunes, Spotify. Again, this is not something that really means anything that I can't could see as having a value. At least not right now. Maybe never. It's more for myself. But strangely, I do feel a need to share it online. It's like it needs to be visible instead of invisible, even if nobody ever reads it. So, uh, I mean, sorry, listens to it. I started thinking about that blog, this blog I'd been writing. So that's why I said reads it, but listens to it. So I was thinking that um, I'm going to hopefully, um, this would be, you know, I hope that I can put this recording onto the um, rssfeed.com thing as my first podcast. And I was thinking, what could I call it? I mean, and I just want to call it something that's honest. So, as everybody would, I suppose, Mona. What I mean, I would, I was thinking, what is this? Because I want to allow myself to just talk about whatever the hell I want. You know, things I was thinking, if this thing is supposed to help me, it should be, it should never, it should not feel like work. It shouldn't feel contrived. It shouldn't feel planned. I, I'm not going to allow myself to edit this because I have a very perfectionist nature. The whole point of this is not for it to feel like work, but like some therapy, like release, letting go. Like in theory, there would be, I could get tipsy and talk. You know, that's what I want this to be. Um, so I think maybe the most honest description of what this is, is just talking to feel better. Or something like that just talking to feel better or talking just to feel better maybe that's better talking just to feel better um initially actually when the idea first came to me of recording because i was thinking about how i could help myself organize belongings i'd accumulated over years of depression that i feel intimidated about going through at my flat and I thought, oh, well, maybe this, that's where the idea of this recording first came to me. And I thought, well, well it's hiding with Lena. But then I, I lost that friend that I'd made this year because of my whole anxiety issue. And, and it, it makes me realize, I suppose, this increasing awareness of how alone I am, how I really could do with a friend but one that will never feel too burdened you know I think all those things have led me to wanting to make this so I think I'm going to call it just just talking to or talking just I can't figure out if it should be just talking to feel better or talking just to feel better 
some writer would know which one's better. I'll just do opposite that I guess will do. Maybe talking just I think talking just to feel better, probably. My little pumpkin Abu is currently asleep. He's got his little snowman jumper on. I've been putting a little jumper on him. He's had a cut lately. They're a bit worried if, if it's some kind of related to some heart murmur thing. So in spite of anxiety, one good thing I managed to do today was to call the hospital which is supposed to do the heart scan in January and figure out about how does it work in terms of showing up and expenses and whatever but anyway I, I, I'm glad that I did that initially I was thinking anyway I'm just that was one good thing I did hopefully the next good thing I did was finally record the start recording uh, this podcast idea which I've had for maybe over a week or just a week now and it must be over a week because then I, I had to wait some days to order this zoom recorder and anyway I mean you know I feel better already for talking I really hope this can be a way forwards because I really need a coping method. A couple of weeks ago I was worried about my mum's health to the point where I shut my mobile off for like two weeks out of fear for receiving bad news because I was in such a terrified state. Thank God she's okay. I mean her health isn't great but um that again made me think about god the terror of being completely on my own in a way because as i say there's never been a feeling of warmth from my sisters maybe it's not their fault you know we grew up in quite a serious household they're quite like my dad i suppose because he was quite cold but um but you know what the worst thing is i have always had this feeling my my sisters like especially my big sister that they resent me and i remember saying to some people that the the fear of being in a world not uh, alone is less than being in a world where it is just my sisters because because of the fear the, the the way there is such resentment i feel they have towards me it's almost less scary to imagine a world where I'm just completely on my own. Anyway, so I got very emotional upset before recording this because it sounds like my sister's taking my things and I don't know doing what with them. Selling them or getting rid of them. I have a lot of fear about going back to my childhood home. I always wanted to do it but I think there's been a lot of fear because of the fear of seeing what's gone, what's already missing and seems they're already just trying to get rid of things and funny thing is like I said for about six months now since my dad passed away I've been emailing my big sister and step aunt for every day just one way communication because of my anxiety but like just an update of what I've done that day I feel like I have to say something for myself anyway I suppose I should be grateful for some 
reason I'm still in my flat the bills have still gone through at least for now um, I really hope I can get my act together with my music there were some problems with hard drives failing this year and then there were other problems like my dog Abu had an eye accident half it, his eye half came out of its sockets and thanks to this amazing vet called, called Chloe it, it, his eyes okay but now uh, other things so yeah dad passed away hard drives failed my, my dog's eye um, there were just feels like it was like a year of lots of disasters there was a leak in my flat that happened the same week my mom uh, I had that health scare I sort of went into a breakdown mode that's when I shut my phone off for a couple of weeks out of fear and I'd call plumbers from a landline because I didn't want to receive bad news on my mobile so I'd call from a landline about anything I needed done um, the anxiety means it's proving difficult to find out about what is the building insurance going, you know, like, because in theory I should be able to claim something back for this leak, uh, in terms of the cost of fixing it and hopefully eventually re replacing the carpet, um, and bathroom floor, but yeah there's so many it's like it's funny because it's been eight years since my accident and i suppose the first number of years due to having a lack of support system in that i think my parent all i had was my parents and they didn't know what to do they just kind of left me to fester and for quite a lot of years i was in a self-sabotage mode uh doug stanhope i think him just replying to a suicidal email once it kind of gave me enough of a reason to want to try again at life and then little steps little steps and so I, funnily enough I am still an absolute disaster in many areas I struggle in so many ways but I have made a lot of progress from the worst of it um but I, it's funny actually you know those weeks when I was worried about my mom when I had my mobile off which is what resulted in me losing that friendship where she said basically when I put my phone back on she said I'd been selfish so I understand that but anyway so during those weeks when the mobile had been um, off and I remember thinking because for a long time I had always been suicidal and I thought, you know, if something horrible happens, I th I'll just end it, you know. Um, I mean, if something too too big of a deal happened. And yes, it's true, it's, it's still a possibility. But I think one thing that happened when my mom, I was terrified about anything having happened to her. And I kept asking myself, but I made so much progress. Is, and I almost want to keep going for the sake of that progress, which is such a crappy reason to go on. I mean, come on. So I had eight shitty years from health, but because of the fact that I made mild progress 
well, I made progress, but I'm still not half the person I was eight years ago. Because I made a little bit of progress, I almost feel like that progress, because it was so hard won, that that progress is enough of a reason on its own. So, it, it is a strange situation. I made a lot of effort to make a small amount of progress for... I mean, a lot of progress, I suppose, if you compare it to the absolute lowest that I had been. But it's still, you know, I'm still not half the person I was before my accident. Uh, and the whole point of life, it should be about fulfillment, enjoyment. So it's kind of bizarre. Why am I still holding on to this when it's been eight years of a bad movie? There's a Stanhope skit. Maybe it was even the way that I found him, though I can't remember now. But I just remember he he has this short bit about how suicide about suicide, and it's like if the movie's been bad, and why you know why you know the 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 craziness of wanting to just finish watching the movie when half of it's already been bad. And I lost so many years to such a horrible time and it makes me wonder why am I trying but then I look and I think I made so much progress from the, from the absolute worst of it. Today I was actually feeling proud of myself for finding out about this vet stuff that I need to figure out before I take my dog for this heart scan in January but I was speaking to my mom and the fact that she said that my sister's been taking things uh, only because I asked her about one specific childhood belonging otherwise my mom would never have mentioned this to me so apparently my sister's been taking childhood belongings of mine and I don't know if she's been selling things or it, it, from what I know I won't be surprised. Um, I feel so alone. I just, you know, I've been trying to, to show her that I've been making good effort in life with these email updates I sent her every day for about six months. But I think, in spite of all those efforts, maybe she still feels this cold resentment to me that she's always had. So maybe, you know, maybe if I had just always been on my own feet, I would never have got to this pathetic situation where I feel like I'm so scared of what people are doing and feeling I have no control. I don't know. I'm really scared that if I ever have the courage to go back to my childhood home and try to collect things that of mine that they've already got rid of so much, and the only reason why it's been so scary to go back for so long is because of this fear that they've been not respectful of things. And, you know, if I could go back in time, as soon as I'd move out, I'd have taken everything on mine of value right there and then. But I think at the time I wasn't sure what my future was, if I, how long I was going for. But when you think about other families, they just seem to have a lot of love and respect for the children.
for what they, their belongings. They'll leave their, their child's bedrooms untouched for years, you know. If their child is living abroad or whatever. My, my family, they've never had that, you know. Um, so, in fact, you know, the thought that was in my mind just before I got this dictaphone out today was maybe my life would have been better if I'd grown up in the care system. And that's not to try and... I'm not saying that there it is easy. I'm saying, of course, that's a horribly hard way to grow up. To feel so on your own from the start. Um, and to not always be treated well by your, you know, caregivers. But I feel maybe I grew up feeling I had people there for me that weren't there for me. Because there was always such discouragement as well regarding the music. Um, maybe it would have been better had I grown up in care. Maybe I would have just on my own figured out my route. And I wouldn't have felt, I wouldn't have paid heed to, and you know, some parents' discouragement or worried about childhood belongings or childhood memories or, you know, I kind of find myself super envying people that have grown up without parents. I know I'm very attached to my mom, I appreciate her emotional support, but at the same time, this is the same mom that has said to apparently to my sister, she can take my stuff out. And I think she's even been throwing away my things and my mom, she um, has been someone I have worried about my whole life because she's been overweight and I would try so hard and I'd feel that it was my, it was my duty to help her lose weight. And even those two weeks when I was worried about her health to the point that I shut my phone off for fear of receiving bad news, all I could do was blame myself for not helping her lose weight more. And I have tried so hard. I remember I always felt a burden about my dad being miserable. He just always seemed miserable and my mum being overweight, you know. My dad was mentally, I suppose, on my mentally down my mom was physically down my dad was academically intelligent emotionally unintelligent my mom was academically unintelligent mom uh, sorry emotionally intelligent i don't know i should have just maybe been without anyone it just caused i think that philip larkin poem parents they fuck you up you know and then I got out of the bargain sisters that I have only felt resentment for, from, really, for my adult life. You know, it, it, I, I don't know. It, it would have been better. They didn't, my parents didn't encourage my musical talent. That was clearly evident from a young age. It didn't help me. Maybe if I had just been left to my own devices, I would have been just able to pursue it without feeling an obligation to go in another direction. I don't know what the future holds now. Do you know, just because it's been such a miserable evening, to try to give myself a reason to be feel better, to cheer up, given that um, a big... Um, 
all of my life's plans are currently based on becoming independent through supporting myself with my music on YouTube and whatever opportunities that might offer or just YouTube alone and I'd come across this channel the other day called History Buffs and they had a Patreon thing going on usually I sort of look skeptically at Patreon I'm like why do you have Patreon aren't you making enough money but this guy he has this thing where you can talk to him for an hour every month and I was thinking Look, this is someone, even though it's not really anything, he, it's not about what he, what he does and what I do is so different. So it's not like about getting advice about my content. I know what I'm doing with my work, but um, maybe just to talk to someone who is already in a place where I want to get to. Maybe that will be aspirational and healing in some way. Again, I know I should be careful with money when I don't really, I don't really know what's going to happen with money, but I'm just, I've been feeling so, it's just crazy, it's been a crazy time, and maybe I should sign up for his thing where I can talk to him for an hour a month, and I can just, <laughs> well, I wouldn't use it, hopefully, to talk about all this Wrap of emotions and thoughts but I maybe just from an aspirational purpose of you know this is someone who's already doing doing what I want to do this is someone who is a content creator supporting themselves doing their passion you know I feel so so low at the thought that my family just th throwing away selling giving away childhood belongings it's really fucked me up you know they they have like manuscripts of things Mozart when wrote when he was like four do you know what I mean nobody gives it I mean I want to hold on to stuff from my childhood for my for the value it has to me and nobody cares <sighs> if I had been independent yes I could have done more too anyway I mean, if I had a time machine, I'd go and tell myself, Lena, as soon as you move out, take everything of value off you for you right there and then. Don't leave it up to these. I think at the time I wasn't sure what was going to happen. I thought, well, I don't know. Maybe I'll have to move back. Now it seems clearer, ideally, if I'm going to go on, that this is the home for me. I mean, this, just, this has almost been the sanctuary that's helped me so much in life. Anyway, my little Abu pumpkin has woken up and he's looking at me. I don't know if the intonation of my voice went a bit too passionate and hopeful. It's like she's sounding like she's cheering up. I don't know. Abu, do you want to come to bed? Come, come, come. Okay. He's looking at me. He's wondering what's going on. Come, Abu. I gave you a million treats already today. Come on. And I was thinking, I was saying to Abu, I like, what should I give the name to this um, Zoom recorder if it does end up st staying, sticking around, like, as, like another sort of friend in my place. So maybe I thought I should call him Mr. Friend. Um, yeah, I like that name, Mr. Friend. It's 
something. Um, while Bruce still looking at me, he's just wondering what's going on. I don't know if he probably thinks I'm talking to him. I guess he would because I'm talking. And if I'm talking, I mean, I do talk to myself anyway, but I suppose he must think I'm talking to him right now. So he's looking at me like, what do you want? What are you thinking? What are you saying? Um, so at least, you know, I hope, assuming the audio of this has been recorded properly, uh, of course, I'm not going to listen back to all of it if it has. I'm just going to play back the first part of it. If it sounds like it's picked up the audio, that's great. And now I'm going to figure out how I can post it because I feel I really, really want to start this thing. I feel it could really help me feel very alone in so many areas of life. And like I really need somewhere to talk um not just for it needs to be something i can put online because even if no one ever reads it or sees it it's just for me so i can feel that look i have something to show for it you know it's bizarre but and yes maybe eventually maybe one day i will say something of value i don't think i have in this in, in this episode but um and actually i was telling myself because I remember last week when I first tried to record something, I was like, what do I say? With You know, suddenly I became very conscious about talking, you know, talking to myself, even though I talk to myself all the time. And I thought, well, fine, I'll just try and record some something I'm reading about, because I'm trying to learn about classical music history, because I've had have this dream now of going to study Guildhall School of Music and Drama. Um, I've, I've never had the formal music education, but I, I have this dream now of one day going to study there because I went to the open day earlier this year. And I don't know, I just feel like that this is so important for me. Music is a central thing in my life. And so if I, I want to understand it as best as I can. So anyway, this ambition has sort of triggered self-learning about classical music history. So I was thinking maybe the first podcast episode, I can just read a little bit of what I've read about some composer. You know, literally read stuff out of a book, obviously give credit to the book. Because I was thinking, how do I warm myself up for this talking therapy idea? But then I got so upset just now because I was talking to my mom and said, you know, I really wonder what happened to that toy. Could you bring, could I, could I collect that next week? The very fact that she said that my sister took it, it's just put the fear of God in me because I think about what else she's taken. And I know she's she's the type of person who could easily throw away my things or sell my things. It's just very upsetting. My childhood, of my childhood, all I had was belongings. We didn't have many actual experiences we just had material the material belongings were our experiences not that we had many material belongings either but what i mean is it's almost our world was so small that for every material belonging in our life there was so much experience invested in emotion everything meant so much more and it's just so upsetting to think that what if she's got rid of stuff 
so anyway I hope that that emotion getting me to to feel like wow I really need to talk and getting me to talk to this zoom recorder has at least been something so what I hope now is that I can actually finally put this thing online as my first podcast of talking just to feel better it's weird I want to call it just talking to feel better not talking I feel it's just got a more yeah it just feels more natural isn't it just talking to feel better not talking just to feel better just talking to feel better fuck it let's call it just talking to feel better regarding the fuck it thing as well another important part of this recording thing is I told myself I can't censor myself I can't be overly I can't be overly conscious of what anyone thinks or oh my poor little baby is coughing now. This is why he has his heart scan in January. Poor baby, you alright, Apu? Good boy. Poor little baby boy. But he's okay. He's helped me so much with the depression. I don't even know. I, I don't want to think about life without my little pumpkin up because he's helped me so much I have no idea I think maybe my whole life has been slapstick comedy for God I don't know if there's a God then because it's just pathetic why would someone keep trying after I had such shit eight years eight and a half years I had such a shitty eight and a half years and just because I made some mild progress in that time from the depths of oblivion, so what? That's now a reason to keep going. When things are way shittier than they were eight and a half years ago. <laughs> Maybe it's just all been stupid. Maybe a little, I will just have the sense to stop this ridiculous thing at some point. Um, in the meantime, I just thought I should try. Because it feels like I've really tried and made a lot of bizarrely made a little bit of progress. So, um, I mean, in terms of when I work on my music, it's the only thing that still makes me feel excited. You know, it's not the same feeling I used to have before depression, but when I work on it, I feel excited. And Sometimes I think that's enough of a reason. You know, this music excites me. I need to share it. But, I don't know. We'll have to see what happens. I'm very upset about what's going on with my family. Um, maybe if my home had had a natural disaster when I was like in my... As soon as I had left my home, right? Given that I didn't take the time, you know, so I was early, it was in my 20s, mid-20s, 20, 25, right? If a natural disaster had just obliterated my home, maybe I could have dealt with it and let go of it. I don't know, but I think my childhood home, there's just a lot of pain because it, knowing that my family themselves have picked apart and thrown away things that belong and that I care about. It's a lot of pain. And I find myself thinking tonight, would my life have been better had I not known, you know, if I'd been, if I'd grown up in a care system, yes, I know it's difficult, incredibly difficult growing up, uh, being your only person 
being alone from the start, but maybe I would have grown up without any illusions in that sense. Because my dad, since he's passed, I realised more and more, nothing ever I, I ever did was good enough for him. And my mum, I've always worried about her health. And that's, and whilst, you know, I know her and love her and I appreciate her and I, I need her, you know, now, but, but if I'd never known her, maybe would that have been better? That I wouldn't have been constantly worried about this person? I don't know. Maybe I would have built my own friend, family or friends or something, you know? I just keep looking back and then I wouldn't have had the sisters that resent me. Which, who actually make the world seem a lot scarier than it, it would if I was just completely on my own. They just, I don't know, there's something about that hatred I feel from them. Maybe things have changed, maybe they have feel okay with me now. But they've just always had a sort of a long sense of coldness and resentment. Um, anyway, I hope, I hope that this first episode of this, just talking to feel better, I hope I can figure out how to share it online and I hope I can continue with this and I hope that eventually this habit of talking recording thoughts whether it be a random reading from some musical history book I'm reading about or if it's some talking after I've had too many beers or if it's happy chatting with my dog Abu or if it's just absolutely feeling of helplessness talking, I hope it helps. At the same time, I, I, I don't, I wouldn't, I'm not saying that, that this blog that I had been writing for many years was not valuable. It was such an important source of help for me for many years. I'm so grateful for anyone who may have read that, um, or even, it was just the idea of sharing my thoughts and, and imagining people might be there and understanding or relating or rooting for me. Um, but with the, with the blog, I, I, you know, I, I do want, I do need, to, I will continue that, assuming, you know, I continue with the music projects and everything. It's, it's very important to me. Now, I was just thinking the reason for adding this whole section to you know of recording just talking is with the blog I think for the most part when I write a post I want to I mean there are streams of consciousness consciousness posts there but a lot of them I, I want to make sure you know I want to go back and just make sure to you know review a sentence edit I'm not a writer but I, it's like I almost you know I can get perfectionist or I don't know and then it can feel like work and there is something wonderful about, you know, trying to concisely make sense of things that have happened to me, or maybe not even concisely, but just trying to make sense of things through writing and the whole, I had a sort of uh, experimentation with poetry thing, who knows if that'll come back or if that was just a phase. So writing in itself is something special. I will always be grateful for that blog for allowing me to, to share those thoughts with the world, regardless, again, if whether anyone ever read those thoughts or not. 
it was just so important and for helping me keep a sort of track on my progress in a way that keeping a diary again it's a motivation there's something different about doing something that I can then show the world it's it's just there's something about it that's more than just writing a diary because you could argue well why not just keep a diary but there was something about this feeling of accountability or I don't know trying to say what I really meant and then trying to adhere to that and feeling like people I've said this and you know I don't know and I know I must have posted lots of rubbish on that on that blog like what I mean is thoughtless things and but I I just want to be real about how I feel in the moment and this talking thing the idea behind it is that i want it to be something i can do without as much thought so a i hate listening to my talking voice thanking thankfully my singing voice i'm okay with that's why i can you know i i like the singing voice that's why i can make music and edit you know produce music but i don't like my talking voice but uh i sorry that's besides the point the point is even if i had the most sexy voice on the planet or whatever the point is i just like the idea of being able to relax and talk and then not to feel like work because the whole point is it's supposed to be letting go without burning someone without yeah and i was gonna i'm gonna see how it goes with this i mean initially i'm not gonna link this up anywhere to any of my music stuff because it is it's just i want to you know i don't know what the hell i think i just need time to to really uh and maybe this thing will never make clear sense and it will never really evolve or whatever but maybe at some point i'll feel ready to um acknowledge this as who i am um as an artist music artist too and then maybe i will share this from my music pages too but whether i do or not i just hope i can keep this up because i feel there's something really valuable in just being able to talk and it's like not depending on anyone not burdening anyone but i really really have so much that i feel i this is bizarre because i noticed before my accident and depression i didn't actually feel that need to have to share thoughts and talk about things so much i mean i've always talked to my mom a lot but but i mean to such an extent you know and this is where i feel that i let down uh, two good friends phil and one ludmilla where i feel i burn them burden them too much with the thoughts and uh, i really want another solution so i really hope this is going to help me i suppose getting very upset about something earlier just from just now is what finally prompted me to record something So yeah, uh, God, yeah, I mean, 
I suppose if the worst case scenario they've got rid of so much of my childhood belongings which sounds like they have it's very hard for me to move on I don't know I don't know it's a lot to deal with when I'm already trying to get my life back on its feet and I'm worried about my mum's health I mean usually people are in my age in their 30s and their mom, parents are healthy they, when they go home it's, it's a source of happy memories they feel like I mean when they go to their childhood home you know um, they're independent you know they have lots of loved ones all of these things all of the areas in my life is a very 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 in trouble right now and it's bizarre because i say this at the same time as saying i made a lot of improvement from my depression a lot so that just shows how bad things had been i just been left for, to fester almost for all those years and i i almost had to pull myself out of this as much as i can i'm almost like an example of what happens when a traumatic event happens to you and you don't have a support system you know, you don't have family and friends to encourage you to get out of the flat when you don't want to get out because you're scared of people seeing your face, like weird stuff like that, you know, or just reminding you of why you should live or, you know, it's a long time to still be going on about this traumatic event, but I think actually maybe the more most traumatic event has been the last eight years that happened after the accident because of the way I was just left to fester, you know? Uh, and for the first couple of years, there was just self-sabotage followed by more self-sabotage. And it seems that as I go on and on and the more efforts I make, just via entropy more things fall apart and it's just more to take on as i'm trying to fix my life and the, all the damage from previous years so i don't know but i really hope i can post more i hope i can figure out how to post this that i've got the audio sounding okay i'll just play it play it a little bit to myself from the start and the end just to check the audio because like I said I really don't like listening to myself but it's, and I don't want to go in and edit stuff I never ever want to do that with you know if I ever make a mistake recording this I will just try to apologize immediately rather than have to go and just like edit it but the thing is I would like to feel that the person I am is not someone I have to censor I don't feel I'm someone that has such hideous thoughts that I have to like say you know, oh, I didn't mean to say we should kill all persons of a certain um, demographic. You know, I, I'm not that kind of person anyway. I don't feel I have thoughts that I have to censor. That I feel that I'm actually a quite a, a person of of good thoughts towards others and who wants good. So I don't really even feel there's something horrible I have to hide. So. I really hope I can just be myself and man do you know I wish I had another beer right now it's 9 20 oh god you know I'm seriously oh, the weather is so windy and rainy and crappy and cold and my dog's not feeling well but I'm so tempted to just go and get beer 
I'm feeling so low. I already had beer, you know, but oh god, I could do with more beer. Leave it. It's 9:20 p.m. I'm just feeling miserable, you know. Maybe tomorrow I will have to treat myself. Yeah, I guess it'll have to wait. My liver is grateful that it is 9.20 p.m., I think. Uh, I've been trying not to take antidepressants for some time because I just feel they fuck with me too much. But maybe, I just don't know. There's something about this pain that feels very valid. I don't know. Fuck it, maybe I will take an antidepressant later. We'll see. I'm just, it's been an upsetting time. Something about the antidepressant, it just feels like it takes you on a little ride somewhere, you know? Not a ride, but it's like it takes you somewhere else. Do you know what? Maybe I should take an antidepressant after this. I'm feeling so crap. Antidepressant doesn't make you high, like, straight away, or it doesn't even make you high. But what I find is, it's like it sort of numbs me a bit. And then after, it's like after two or three days, or maybe even one or two days after I've taken it, I'll suddenly feel a bit better and then that will go. <laughs> It'll just like last for like a couple of hours where I'm like, hey, things aren't so bad. <laughs> it's like, it's like finally, yeah, maybe it's, maybe I should do that. I mean, the new year's coming. If I take maybe a half an antidepressant pill now, maybe that feeling of, hey, things aren't so bad will coincide with the new year. And then I'll be like, hey, 2023 I'm gonna be amazing but yeah do you know what you know in terms of treating myself right now so I can't go and get a beer maybe I should start that thing I was talking about of subscribing to that patreon of that channel where you get to talk to the person who runs it for an hour a month and yes it's expensive and probably as stupid idea when my life is not stable but then i don't know what i mean it's like a grocery shop the amount that this it would cost to talk to this dude for an hour and maybe i should do it because it's it would just maybe be a good thing to talk to someone who's already in the place where i want to be a content creator that is actually funding themselves doing their passion granted his passion is completely different to mine and i'm not gonna i don't expect there's gonna be any um reason um i mean it's not don't expect that there's anything he can advise me that's gonna really help or change what i do because i've got lots and lots of projects in the draft status that i'm very happy with and i just want to refine them finish them and share them i have a lot of confidence in them uh at the same time i know i suppose i have to be realistic it's going to be a big it's going to be a big challenge to to to, to tr try to support myself doing my passion so you know, maybe it will be good. Maybe it'll feel like having a sort of, uh, even if it's completely, he's completely in another field to my field. Maybe for the emotional support, or sorry, not emotional support, the poor dude. I'm not going to make him listen to this rambling type stuff. I suppose, you know what I would just ask him about? How, you know, how he got into what he does and things about his particular channel because I do find his content is genuinely interesting and entertaining 
maybe that would oh man i can only hope though right that it would go well imagine i didn't like him and then like that i stopped watching his channel because he was such a turd but he doesn't sound like a turd so hopefully and then hopefully we'll feel like hey it's okay i'm getting there i'm talking to someone who's already there so i know this place is real that i'm trying to get to because i'm talking to somebody who's already in the place i want to get to on the other hand it's a bit scary because i know i'm worried about money i don't know maybe it's been a shit enough of a, a day do you know though if i had the choice if i could go and get beer versus talk to this dude I mean, sorry, subscribe to his Patreon. I would so get beer. But it's like 9.20. My dog's not feeling well. Can't just pop out. Normally I take him with me, but the weather is cold and miserable. Dude, I wish I had more beer. What the hell? Okay, what I think I should do to try to feel better. i tell you what I'll do. It's like maybe what i'll do i can subscribe to that patreon thing even though i have absolutely nothing to show the dude about who i am what i'm what i mean is my music channel is not in an impressive state right now but um maybe i just need to start talking to this dude once a month it's an aspirational thing you know what i mean this is like someone who's already where i am you know where i want to be what i mean Maybe to cheer up, I can subscribe to his thing. I, I with Patreon, I'm always skeptical about it. I'm like, dude, don't you have money enough as it is? But it's like maybe I should try that. My dog is so confused about me talking. Anyway, um, and then maybe, oh, for God's sake, I don't have beer with me now. I can't get beer tonight. Maybe I should put a grocery shop in for a couple of days with beer. To just make me feel like I am doing positive things towards uh, acquiring beer. Regarding the antidepressants, you know what? It's weird. It's like I don't want to take it because I feel that the hurt that I'm feeling right now is very. There's a legitimate cause for it. It's not like something bad happened and I'm finding it hard. I don't know, it's, yeah, something bad happened, but what I mean is I feel there's something in this pain that maybe, at the same time though, why the hell not, you know? I will think about taking a half tablet of antidepressant, I'm not sure. But the most important thing I'll do is to see if I can um, figure out how to publish this as a podcast, as the first episode of Just Talking to Feel Better. Again, I don't know what the future is going to be, but I really hope. Oh, look, my dog is so impatient of me talking. How long have I been going? Oh, my God. So it has been about an hour. Do you know, I was thinking talking for an hour would be about right, if I can do it. Um, so it looks like I've been talking for about an hour and nearly 10 minutes. So I think I should call it. Fuck it. Do you know what? I want some beer. Oh, I'm going to feel better. You know, talking has helped me feel better. So thank you, Mr. Friend, which is what I'm christening this Zoom. Thank you, Mr. Friend. And thank you, uh, podcast, assuming I can set up the podcast. If it ever evolves to anything which I think could be of any potential 
interest or humor or value I would share on music social media. Currently, it's not at all, but you know, it's just the first episode. There's a lot of emotions. I I don't I'm and I'm keep reminding myself this is for me, so I'm not trying to be too conscious about being clear about problems because I keep thinking, hey, look, if this goes on it's going to become clear what the life situation is so it's not like I have to talk about everything in detail right now so okay so I think I did good that's what I want to remember what did I do good today I contacted the Royal Royal Veterinary College to find out about what's going to happen with my dog's heart scan and I tried to find out about the building insurance thing because I had a leak in my flat some weeks ago but it looks like no one's got back to me about that I mean thankfully the, the leak was stopped but I have to figure out about claiming stuff back for stopping the leak replacing the floors um, yes it was horribly upsetting to feel like I'm getting a glimpse into what's happening at my childhood home. Essentially, my sister's just clearing out and chucking out my stuff, I think. Um, of what stuff, you know, and I'm thinking stuff would have already been chucked away by my parents and then she's just doing it. I, I don't understand what kind of people do. I couldn't, I'd find it hard to throw away my dog's things, you know what I mean? anyway and I think I'm realizing even after six months of sending her daily update emails I don't think she I'm, she's ever going to grow to like the person I, I am there's something in her that will always hate me I think I'm really I hope I'm wrong but it feels there's always been a resentment in her towards me um, you can't make people like you so maybe you know I am scared because I'm worried about the future. What am I going to do if I'm everything is on my own? I don't know. And how can I support myself? I want to do my music. There are a lot of issues with the music stuff right now. I mean, well, sorry, what I mean is I've got to sort out. My hard drives failed this year. I have to sort stuff to do with them. Lots of delays. I don't know. I really hope I make it in 2023 because it's almost like I don't have that that's almost the last year to do it because what everything my dad's gone and I don't think my sister is going to help me or be patient with me. I've made a lot of progress on the depression. I've not just been sitting on my ass all those years. The first years was all self-sabotage and the rest was genuine effort and so but it is really horrible thinking about all the years I've lost that should have been full of joy and learning and growing as a person. Um, I hope that this podcasting can help me and that it can be a friend and it can help me. I really want to keep trying because I've made a lot of progress. Anyway, so my little pumpkin up here has gone to the kitchen now. I think he's fed up of me talking. 
Yeah, but um, let's see. Bloody hell, I wish I had a beer. My body keeps thinking, is that too late to go out and pop and get a beer? Ah, probably, it's probably for the best I leave it. But you know, the weird thing is I don't want the antidepressant. I just feel, but we'll see. Maybe I'll take it, we'll see. I'm just very, very... I feel what my emotions, they need to... I need to fucking get out of my head for a bit because it's just the only way I feel that it would be helpful to do so would be via beer and there's no beer around me right now. So otherwise I could just wait till tomorrow. I don't know. I guess I need to just try to be strong. Maybe I should do the antidepressant, I'll see. We'll see. I'm so broken by everything. I I knew something would go wrong. Because just yesterday I was saying, do you know what? I'm grateful to have had a few days to, my, to calm down of things not going wrong. After the leak in my flat, my mum's health scare, losing the friend that I made this year so many things that I thought well at least now I can have a few days to just feel better and now of course something else happens but I'll try so I hope I can get this online anyway thank you I shall say thank you Mr. Friend for being there for me and I hope I can continue this I'm here but yes Thank you, Mr. Friend.